0: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, old time radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via our contact form on our website at radio.com. If you enjoyed this program, please consider supporting us by joining the Vintage Radio Club. All Vintage Radio Club members get access to our Saturday program in which we present shows that are longer than our half-hour podcasts, which feature productions from Lux Radio Theater and Mercury Theater on the Air and more. If you join us on our Patreon page, you get more features like an exclusive I Love Old Time Radio sticker access to our ad-free podcast, and more. Visit iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support for more details. We took it all. We brought them to our land.
1: An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did.
0: And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Tuesdays, it's the precursor to the I Love Lucy show, starring Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. This episode originally aired on July 1st, 1949, and it's called... Liz and George reminisce.
2: It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball.
3: Hello, everybody.
2: Yes, it's the new gay family series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, brought to you by the Jell O family of desserts. J.
4: E. L. L.
5: Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jello family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jello family. That's Jell-O.
3: Yum, yum, yum.
2: Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tap. Oka pudding. Yes, And now transcribe Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. And now let's look in on the Coopers. It's evening and in the living room we find a strange sight. On the floor completely covering the rug is a sea of papers, scissors, paste, waste baskets and snapshots. And in the middle, like a small island, is Liz Cooper with a scrapbook on her lap.
6: Liz, aren't you through working on that scrapbook? I thought we were going to a movie.
3: We are. I'll be ready in a minute. Well, honey, can't you do that later? You know
6: how I hate to come in after the movie has started.
3: So, you miss the first three minutes. What's the difference? It's always the same. M.G.M. presents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
6: I didn't mean that part.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be ready in just a second, honey. I only have about four more things to paste in our scrapbook.
6: Well, hurry up.
3: Well, I am hurrying. Now, what did I do with that... Oh, you're standing on it, dear. Lift your foot. What's that? That's a picture of the car we bought last year.
6: Let's see. Oh, this picture must have been taken before you started driving. It's got four (laughs)
3: fenders. (laughs) Now, George, I couldn't help what happened. All I did was forget to turn and went straight. (laughs) Would have been all right if we weren't on a dead-end street. (laughs) That
4: was
6: such a beautiful car. I miss it. You know, it's still stuck in that house, Liz.
3: It is? I'll bet they're the only people in town with a new Hudson in the kitchen.
4: (laughs) I'll
6: never forget the day I taught you to drive.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you're laughing now, but you weren't laughing then.
6: Uh, Well, I'm more mature now. I aged ten years that day.
3: (laughs) Now, I thought I did real well. Remember, you took me out and...
6: Okay, Liz, there isn't much traffic on this back road. I guess you can start driving now.
3: All right, here I go. I push the starter button down like this. George, your starter button's broken.
6: No, it isn't.
3: Well, then why doesn't it start?
6: Well, push it in long enough and you'll find out.
3: But nothing's hot. Hap- Ow! Why did it get hot?
6: Because it's the cigarette lighter.
3: <laughs> what a dirty trick. Now, Don, don't tell me. Uh, is this it? Try it and see. Okay. Well, it must be broken. That was the radio.
4: Yeah.
6: Now, I don't want to suggest anything radical, but what do you think that little button that says starter is for?
3: Oh, I guess I'm excited. Here we go. (laughs) Hooray, it started. Congratulations. Why aren't we going?
4: Uh,
6: (laughs) You forgot a little thing called putting it in gear
4: Oh, that No, no, no Am I doing something wrong, Joe? Throw out the clutch What's the matter with it? Nothing (laughs) Well, then why should I throw it out? Step
6: on the clutch, push it
3: in
4: Well, why didn't you say
3: so? My goodness, you get so excited I'm not excited (laughs) Now, what's that white stuff around your mouth?
6: It's just a little foam. Now, now you have the clutch out and the motor on. Now, shift into low.
3: Now, wait a minute. Uh, low is up here, isn't it? No. Oh, I know. Down here. Up here?
6: There's only one place left.
3: <laughs> oh, it's here. There. Now, what do I do?
6: Let the clutch out.
3: Okay. Oh! George, say something. Wait till I get my head out of the back seat. (laughs) I think my neck is broken. This car doesn't work very well.
6: Start it again. I'll brace myself.
3: All right. Ah, how am I driving, George?
6: Fine, except for one little thing. What's that? You're driving on the wrong side of the road.
3: Well, what's the difference? There aren't any cars coming.
6: Oh. As a favor to me and the insurance company, will you please pull over? Well, I'd be delighted. Well, go ahead. Here comes a car. No, wait, stay on this
3: side. He's going around to... oh. huh? What a reckless driver. <laughs> Now, he shouldn't have gone up on two wheels like that.
6: Liz, let's, let's come to a stop.
3: Well, why should I stop? I'm doing fine. Now, just let me alone. Uh,
6: look, uh, the motor vehicle department is on this corner, and, and I thought you wanted to get your license today.
3: Oh, I do. Do you think I'm ready?
6: Well, if we wait till you're ready, you'll be too old for a license.
3: <laughs>
6: now, come to a stop.
3: All right. What do I do? Put your hand out.
6: Signal for a stop. Okay. Now shift into neutral.
3: Okay. Oh, look out! Ah!
6: Lish, you almost hit that tree. Why did you take both hands off the wheel?
4: You told me to. <laughs> I did
3: not. You did too. You told me to shift with my right hand and signal with my left, and I didn't have any hands left over to steal <laughs>
6: Now, look, honey. Now, just calm down and, and go in there and take your driver's test.
3: Do you really think I'll pass it?
6: Sure. You remember everything you did today, don't you? Yes. Well, do just the opposite. All right. Good luck, dear.
3: Now, let's see. When you hear a siren, you pull over and let it go by. When you pass a streetcar on the right at 15 miles an hour, I wonder how fast you can pass it on the left.
4: LAUGHTER Yes.
3: Oh, how do you do? Uh, I'd like to get a driver's license, please.
1: All right. Name, please.
3: Elizabeth Cooper. Address? 321 Bundy.
1: Uh-huh. A race?
3: Of course not. I don't even have a driver's license.
1: I think this is going to be one of my bad days. How much do you weigh? Yes. 285.
3: Very amusing. 118.
1: How old are you? 21. 21.
4: (laughs) You
3: know, I haven't
1: missed on that one in a long time. It's funny, there are no women drivers in the United States over 21.
3: May I have my license now?
1: Not yet. I have some more questions to ask you.
3: Uh, eyes? Yes, two. (laughs) They're blue. Thank you. And red. What? My hair is red. That's the next question, isn't it? Naturally. Well, just a henna rinse now and then.
1: And <laughs> well, now for the fingerprint. Uh, give me your right thumb, please. What for? I want to hitch a ride home, and mine is tired. <laughs> I'm going to take your thumbprint.
3: I don't want to put my thumb in that dirty old ink.
1: Now this won't hurt a bit. Just
3: no, give me I the don't
4: right want to. not we'll put it in the. I don't.
3: <laughs> well, did you get my fingerprint?
1: Yes, right on the end of my nose.
3: Congratulations. Now, may I have my license?
1: No. Let's test your eyes. Now, I'll hold this white card over your eye. Tell me what you see.
3: A white card. <laughs>
1: no, what do you see out of the other eye?
3: Nothing. Why not? It's closed. Oh, <laughs> <right there! laughs> uh,
1: read those letters on the wall over there.
3: Okay? M-E-N. Not on the door! <laughs>
1: Go ahead on to the driving part of the test. You're not going to pass that.
3: What makes you so sure?
1: I know the man who's going to give you the test. Who is it? Me! Oh,
3: no! (laughs)
6: Oh, I can't understand it, Liz. If you made that fellow so mad, why did he give you a license?
3: Well, as soon as he saw how I drove, we made sort of a bargain. He said he'd give me my license if I'd let him out of the car.
6: (laughs) I'll make a bargain with you. I'll make a bargain with you. You Let's go to the show.
3: Yeah, all right, George. We'll go right... Oh, look what I found! A what now? The best thing in the whole scrapbook. What? A recipe for how to fix jello. I heard it on the radio one night and I wrote it down. It made such an impression on me, I can almost hear them doing it right now.
4: J-E-L-L. Oh! The big red letters stand for
5: the jello family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the jello family. That's
3: jello. Yum, yum, yum.
5: Jello puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jello tap. pudding puddings. Yes,
2: me. And there's a grand and glorious holiday weekend coming up. So here's a grand and glorious jello party dessert that you can make up easily ahead of time called Raspberry Bavarian Pie. Just dissolve one package of raspberry jello in one and a half cups of hot water and add a dash of salt and chill. When slightly thickened, fold in three fourths cup of cream whipped and turn into a baked pie shell. Chill until firm. As gay and cool and cheerful as vacation. Rich rose red raspberry jello and whipped cream, chilled icy cold in a crisp pie shell. All six delicious jello flavors are wonderfully refreshing and fruit-like. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. Cause all six are rich with luscious, locked-in goodness. Look for those big red letters on the box. They spell J-E-L-L-O. And now, back to the Coopers. Two hours ago, Liz and George started to go to a movie. But they were sidetracked by a scrapbook that Liz was pasting things in. Well, right now, George is getting up from the floor and saying for the tenth time... Honey, look at the
6: time. If we're going to the movie, let's get started.
3: All right, dear, I'm coming right... Oh, George, remember that affidavit you made me sign? What are you
6: talking about?
3: Look. I, Liz Cooper, solemnly swear that I will not interrupt any of my husband's stories, even if I've heard them a (laughs) hundred (laughs) times.
6: I remember that now. (laughs) Brother, it certainly didn't last very long. You're still interrupting my stories.
3: Only the ones I've heard more than a hundred (laughs) times.
6: Very funny.
3: (laughs) George, remember the night you made me sign that? You were so mad at me. The Atterberries were over for dinner, and afterwards we went into the living room, and and you started telling your pride. Oh, Katie, we've got to do something fast. Make some coffee, serve some food, anything. What's the matter, Mrs. Cooper? The Atterbury's just made a terrible mistake. Oh, good heavens, what did they do? Well, George told one of his funny stories, and they laughed at it. Oh, dear. Now he'll go on and on telling stories all night. One person snickers, and George thinks his last name is Jessel. Coffee on right away. Yeah, and make some nice thick sandwiches. He won't be able to talk so much with his mouth full. I'll go back in and try to change the sun.
6: And the fellow said, No, I don't want that kind of frosting on the top of the wedding cake. Take it back and fix it. <laughs> well, anyway, to make a long
1: story short, it's too late, Cooper Boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, George, don't tell that story. It's so old.
6: Please, Liz. Uh, well, the fellow came
0: back.
3: Besides, the Attaberries know that story. They do not. They do, too. Everybody does. Don't you?
0: Well, I... I'm bet... not
3: sure. Oh, you know, the baker... <laughs> the baker has just finished a five-layer wedding cake, and he asks the customer where he wants it delivered, and the customer says, no place, I'll eat it here.
2: <laughs> 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 no, we hadn't heard it.
3: I apologize, George. They haven't heard it. Go ahead and tell it.
6: Thanks a lot.
3: Well, I, I thought they'd heard it.
6: Maybe this will teach you that the stories I tell aren't as old as you think they are, and everybody hasn't heard them.
3: Yes, George.
6: Hmm. <laughs> oh, if you think that was funny, Mr. Atterbury. Did I ever tell you about the time...
3: Katie's fixing sandwiches and coffee for all of us. Oh, that'll be nice, Liz.
6: Splendid, yes. It's like that, like sandwiches. rye bread. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> It's a very funny story, really. It all started on our honeymoon. Anyone
3: read any good books lately? Have you, Iris?
6: Elizabeth.
3: Ooh, he's mad.
4: (laughs)
6: Just what are you trying to do?
3: Please, George, not that broken-down old story about our honeymoon. I know they've heard that one.
6: Mr. Atterbury, have I told you the story about what happened to Liz and me on our honeymoon? Not tonight. (laughs) Well, Mrs. Atterbury, did I tell you the funny thing that happened to Liz and me on our honeymoon?
5: Yes, you did.
6: Oh.
3: Well, Liz, did I... I was there.
6: (laughs) Oh, that's right.
3: George, if you have to tell a story, why don't you tell about last Fourth of July? Now, there's one you tell wonderfully. (laughs) It's really a scream.
6: Well, I don't have to tell a story, you know. I'll live
5: without it.
3: Well, all right, George. Maybe we should all play bridge. Bridge would be fine.
5: Yes, I haven't played bridge for a long time. Play bridge, yes. Contract. I prefer it.
3: (laughs)
6: Uh, Last Fourth of July was pretty funny at that.
3: As you were, bridge players. Liz? Go ahead, George. It's a very funny story, and I'd like to hear it again. Go
6: on. Well, the Smiths and the Sturms were going on a picnic with us. Well, we started out that morning about, oh, ten o'clock, and we took along. It was
3: twelve o'clock.
6: It was ten o'clock.
3: It was twelve o'clock.
6: Well, what's the difference? Two hours. I mean, to the story. It doesn't make a darn bit of difference.
3: It does, too. That's why we were late. And the. Well, I, I don't want to spoil the story. Go ahead.
6: Anyway, we got to the picnic grounds and.
3: The cars. Hmm? Don't forget the cars.
6: Oh, that's right. Well, there were three cars. I was first, Howie Sturm was in back and Bill Smith was driving the last car.
3: Oh, you're ruining the whole thing.
6: Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell the story, Liz?
3: No, but I'm just helping you to tell it right. Howie was first, Bill was second, and we were
4: last.
2: Maybe Bill was first, you were second, and Howie was last.
4: <laughs> Rudolph.
2: Well, it is...
5: the only combination left.
3: No, Rudolph, there's one more. It might have been Bill first, Howie second.
6: I take it back. We all went in the same bus.
4: Well,
3: that's the coward's way out.
6: Anyway, we got to the picnic grounds about two o'clock.
3: Don't look at me. I'm not going to say anything more. Good. I'm not going to tell you what you left out. We got to the picnic You
6: have to say that, Liz
3: I didn't open my mouth
6: What did I leave out?
3: Nothing, go on, finish your story
6: Well, we spread the food out and it started to rain
3: It poured So we all ran for the car and when we got there Uh
5: Well, what happened, boy? (laughs) Uh...
3: What's the matter, George?
6: Oh, you interrupted me so much I forget how it ends. Oh,
4: you're a wonderful story. We took
1: it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see...
0: We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, George, I'll never forget the look on your face. I felt so sorry for you. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Well, look at my pathetic expression now, Liz. I want to go to a movie.
3: All right, poor little baby. Well... Oh, look at this, George. What is it? The valentine you gave me this year.
6: Oh, gee, I'd forgotten.
3: Yeah, well, that's a man for you. I remember perfectly. Oh. We were sitting at the breakfast table when you
4: gave it to me. Oh,
3: George, this valentine is beautiful. You know the real reason I like Valentine's Day? Hmm. Because it's such a good excuse to be all mushy and gushy about you.
6: Yeah. <laughs> What's your excuse the other 364 days? You're mushy all the time.
3: Yeah. yeah, but on Valentine's Day, I can be mushy and loud. I love you, George! Miss, keep quiet!
4: I love you, George!
5: <laughs> what about Katie?
4: Katie loves you, too, George!
6: <laughs> what about the lady next door?
4: She... What about the lady
3: next door?
6: She might hear you Now simmer down
3: All right, I'll be quiet I love you, George Now that's better Do you love me, George?
6: Yes, I do Well, I'm glad to hear that, George
4: Anybody want more coffee?
3: (laughs) No, thank you, Katie
4: what are we whispering for? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: it's just a joke, Katie. We were kidding about Valentine's Day. Kidding? Mm-hmm. Oh, you should never joke about Valentine's Day. Oh, it's a beautiful occasion. Why, Katie, I think you have a boyfriend. <laughs> well, I've written a Valentine poem, and I'm going to give it to. <laughs> To whom? I'm going to give it to... (laughs) Is that his first or his last name? Oh, Mrs. Cooper, it's for Mr. Dabney, the butcher. Oh. Oh, old heavy
4: thumb. Is the
3: butcher your boyfriend, Katie? Oh, not exactly, but I've always liked him. Well, you could do worse than Mr. Dabney. He's quite attractive and a good butcher. Yeah, some people may have better beef, but his liver's good.
4: <laughs>
3: and no one has ox, kale, and pig's feet like his.
6: What's it cost to see him? Never mind. <laughs>
3: I do have a problem, though, Mrs. Cooper. I haven't got the nerve to give Mr. Dabney the valentine I wrote to him, and he'll be here any minute with his delivery. So would you <laughs> give it to him for me? Why, sure, Katie. Anything to help out romance. Yeah,
6: well, I can't watch this. I'm going to the bank. <laughs> Goodbye, dear. Goodbye, darling. Mm.
3: Oh, here's the valentine, Mrs. Cooper. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> what have you got on this, Katie? Well, I wanted to send it with an odor he'd like. But it's all soggy. What'd you do, soak it in perfume? No, bacon grease.
4: <laughs>
3: well, now that's romantic. Oh, that's Mr. Dadney. I know his buzz. Well, I- I'll hide in the dining room until he's gone. Okay.
5: Hi. Oh, hello, Miss Cooper.
3: Well, hello, Mr. Dadney. Come on in.
5: Here's your meat order, Miss Cooper. Fresh from Dabney's the home of happy ham hocks.
3: Thank you, Mr. Dabney.
2: It's a pleasure.
3: Oh, Mr. Dabney, before you go, I um I have something for you. It's a personal matter.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes, I happen to know that one of your customers thinks you're rather nice. No. Yes. She's been too bashful to tell you, but since this is Valentine's Day, she wants you to know she likes you a lot.
5: You know something, Miss Cooper? What? I like you a lot, too.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Now, wait a minute. I'm not the one.
5: You're still bashful, eh? <laughs> uh, you little minx. Yeah.
4: Oh, just...
3: For someone else.
5: What's that you're hiding behind your back?
3: Oh, how do I get mixed up in this? <laughs> well, here, this will straighten things out. It's a Valentine.
5: Oh, Miss Cooper, I feel like such a heel. I ain't got one for you.
3: Oh, now stop this nonsense. If I'd have
5: only known, I'd have brought you a heart shaped piece of salami.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Look,
3: just read this Valentine and you'll see what I'm trying to tell you.
5: All right. Liz.
4: <laughs>
5: oh, it looks beautiful. <sighs> and how did you know my favorite aroma, Swift's premium?
3: Read the valentine.
5: All right. If you'll be mine, then I'll be dine. You set my heart a quiver. Say you'll be my valentine and bring two pounds of liver. <laughs>
3: That's a practical thought.
5: Oh, Miss Cooper, this is touching. Did you write this all by your little self?
3: For the last time, no. Look at the signature. Oh, it's signed, Your
5: Bashful Redhead.
3: Oh, no! Katie! Katie, where are you? Oh, don't
5: try to pretend, Liz!
3: No! <laughs> the kitchen table and, and listen to me. Katie wrote this. I didn't.
5: Don't try to fight this thing. It's bigger than both of us.
3: Now, stop talking like that, Mr. Gabney. What about Katie?
5: She's bigger than both of
4: us, too.
5: <laughs> oh, Miss Cooper, I admired you for years. Each little lamb chop you bought, I personally put the pants on. <laughs> Come here, you bashful redhead.
4: (laughs) You
3: listen to me. Katie has red hair, too. We're both redheads. Katie's the one for you.
5: Listen, two houses may have red roofs, but you don't pick the one with the sagging foundation.
4: (laughs) 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 That's awful. I
3: had to barricade the kitchen door.
6: <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that. <laughs>
3: well, Mr. Dabney hasn't. We haven't had a tender steak since I jilted him.
6: <laughs> hey, that scrapbook really brings back a lot of wonderful memories. What else do you have in there?
3: No, no more talk about the scrapbook. We're going to the movie right now. What time is it?
6: Uh, two o'clock.
3: Two o'clock? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun reminiscing, wasn't it, George? We'll go to the movie tomorrow night, huh? Yeah. Kiss me. Mm. You talk me into it. Hold me tight, George. Okay. Tighter. Tighter. Tighter! Oh, but Liz! Go on, pretend I'm a sack of walnuts and crack my shells.
4: (laughs) Oh, you're
1: crazy, but you're awful cute.
3: (laughs) Honey, you know something? What? You're my favorite husband.
2: Yes, Lucille, what'll you have?
3: jell please, but let's sing about it like we did last week, huh? That was fun.
2: Okay, what song shall we sing? Oh,
3: it doesn't matter. I can't carry a tune anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh how about Row, Row, Row Your Boat?
2: Okay. <clears throat> J-E-L-L-O.
3: Gently down the strime.
2: Stride.
3: Don't ask questions. Just keep going. Now you sing it.
2: Okay, you're the
4: boss.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: J-E-L-L-O, gently down the strime.
3: The flavors of strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense, but it comes out all right.
2: Oh, it makes wonderful sense, Lucille. No matter how you arrive at Jell-O, you're in for a treat because all six delicious Jell-O flavors are rich and refreshing with locked-in goodness. Flavor's. Locked right in, so it can't get out until your first luscious spoonful.
3: Oh, Bob, you're a regular encyclopedia jello, Annika. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Here's another choice tidbit of information, Lucille. Jello tastes so cool and fruitful, rich, and tempting, it makes you think of the orchard or the berry patch. And these bright, shimmering colors are as gay as the Fourth of July.
3: Oh, I'm hungry. Come on, let's go get some Jello.
2: Hey, wait a minute. We have to finish this song. Oh, yes. Okay. J E L L O, now you're on the ball.
3: Jello is wonderful. Sponsors are
2: marvelous. We'll, we'll see, see you, you next, next fall. fall. <laughs> listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's transcribed program was produced and directed by... Wait a
3: minute, Bob. This is the last show until fall, and I want to get into the act and say thanks to our director, Jess Oppenheimer, and Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr., who wrote the scripts with him. And thanks to Marlon Skiles for his original music, and Wilbur Hatch, who conducted the orchestra... And Ray Lithgow, our engineer, and Clark Casey for his fine sound effects. And a million thanks to Richard Denning, who just is George Cooper. And Ruth Parrott, who plays the part of Katie. And the Atterberries, Gail Gordon and B Benaderet. And Frank Nelson and Hans Conried, And you, Bob Lamon. <clears throat> and those wonderful Jello people who played the part of the sponsor and are just as nice as the desserts they make. We'll all be back on the 2nd of September. Goodbye, everybody, and thank you.
2: Be sure to see Lucille Ball and Bob Hope in that wonderful Paramount picture, Sorrowful Jones. It's playing at your favorite theater now. My favorite husband will be back at the same time starting September 2nd. See you then. Bob Lamont speaking.
0: listening to i love old time radio with your host virtual Vinny. welcome back nice way to wrap up the season with reliving some of the events that aired previously now i like the fact that lucille thanked some of the people that worked on the show one thing i like to include on the website is the cast and crew of the show and too often those get omitted. and if you weren't the star of the show you didn't get credit. It's one thing I like about Let George Do It is not only do they list the cast, but what part they play as well. And if you uh, like to listen to the second episode of the four-part Christmas special, collab with Ron Eckelberger of Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio, Andrew Rines of OTR Westerns, and Adam Graham of The Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, then visit our newly designed website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. The first uh, the second episode is hosted by Andrew with an episode of Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. And depending on when you hear this, it may be live on the website. Otherwise, uh, you, you may have to wait later in the day. Uh, so head on over to iloveoldtimeradio.com to see if it's available. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast. We are also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you would like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and clicking on the support button tomorrow we join private eye george valentine and let george do it and join us again next tuesday for a new episode of my favorite husband for com. this is virtual vinny signing off